Lincoln Park Zoo and Paramount School of the Arts drag children down. A plague of biblical proportions and grotesque unsightliness has descended on America. Drag queens. Just eight years ago, drag queens were a smallish plague found only in weird clubs catering to weird adults with weird entertainment tastes. Then lesbian-slash-unfit mother Michelle T., her darkened mind spawned a dark idea that she mistook for a brilliant one. Drag queen story hours for preschoolers at public libraries. The dark idea has swept the nation in a movement that only a father of lies could love. And now it's landed in Chicago's Lincoln Park Zoo, giving new meaning to the zoo's motto, Lincoln Park Zoo, for wildlife, for all. The zoo's event planners decided that Sunday, October 2nd, at the beginning of the zoo's October Fall Fest, would be the perfect time for cross-dressing men to read stories to preschoolers. The event planners apparently aren't worried about that colorful millstone hanging around their necks. Longtime zoo member and mother of three, Ruth Timlin, has called for a boycott of the zoo until zoo leadership commits to no longer hosting divisive, inappropriate, and family-unfriendly events like the upcoming drag story time. Timlin writes, quote, By hosting drag queens as entertainment for children, Lincoln Park Zoo ostracizes and damages its relationship with Christians, Sunday schools, church youth groups, among many other faiths within the community that have been supporting the zoo for years, end quote. Donors and members should take their dwindling discretionary income and use it for better causes. In November 2016, the New Yorker published a short piece about the lesbian mother behind Drag Queen Story Hour, and I quote from that piece. On a recent Saturday morning, about two dozen small children and their parents gathered in the Park Slope branch of the Brooklyn Public Library for a new reading series. The event was hosted by Michelle T., a writer from Los Angeles, who started attending library story hours after becoming a mom. She'd brought her partner, Dashiell Lipman, and their two-year-old son, Atticus, about whom, the mother says, he is pretty butch. We call him Fraticus. I'm always pushing a tutu on him, but he's like, no. T's solution, called Drag Queen Story Hour, introduces elements of gender bending and camp. I have long thought that drag queens need to be performers at children's parties rather than magicians or clowns, she said. Drag has become more mainstream. Kids might have seen one on a billboard or on a TV. At 11 o'clock, T made her way to the front of the room. Do you all know what a drag queen is? She asked the children. Drag queens are amazing. They get to do fun things like dance and sing and travel and play dress up with their drag queen friends. And they're all feminists. The parents chuckled politely. The drag queen Lil' Miss Hot Mess came out wearing a white sequined tunic dress and matching heels, bright pink tights, and a curly auburn wig. She put on black owlish reading glasses, sat on a folding chair, and addressed her audience. Can everyone say, when I grow up, I want to be a drag queen? End quote. This was not my first unpleasant virtual encounter with Michelle T. and her lesbian wife, now ex-wife. Lipman. Earlier in 2016, I wrote this about the couple, quote, 
In a buzzy BuzzFeed video, two gender nonconforming lesbians, Dashiell and Michelle, discussed their efforts to raise their toddler son, Atticus, to be free of the constraints of gender. Mom Michelle, who became pregnant via a sperm donor, has concluded that gender ultimately doesn't mean anything. Michelle tries to queer her relationship with 17-month-old Atticus, which includes attempting to get him to wear a tutu. Michelle admits Atticus hates it. Atticus calls Dashiell the genderqueer parent, Baba, which Michelle explains is a name that more masculine female people and even some trans men, that is women pretending to be men, who are parents, are going by. Michelle frets that Atticus has a book with pictures of girls and boys identified as girls and boys. While reading it, she replaces the offending nouns, explaining, I'm like, child, child. Michelle explains why she bolderizes the text. This is where he's learning what things are, and I hate the idea that he's getting imprinted on him, the idea that people who look like this are boys and people who look like that are girls. Sometimes the best thing to do is to be constantly challenging, and sometimes it's just to ignore gender completely. Michelle expresses relief that because Atticus is being raised by gender nonconforming, masculine-looking Dashiell, he will learn about the reality of what gender is or isn't, end quote. And if you go to this article online, you can watch a video interview with these parents. Here's a bit more about the troubled former prostitute Michelle T., who has spawned the plague of drag queen child groomers. According to Wikipedia, T. was in a relationship with Catastrophe, a hip-hop artist who's a woman who very convincingly masquerades as a man. Then in 2013, T. married lesbian Dasha Lippman, who pretends to be non-binary. T. gave birth to a son, the product of a drag queen's sperm and Dashiell's younger egg that T. incubated. She and Lippman divorced. In 2021, T. became engaged to T.J. Payne, another woman who masquerades as a man. Lesbian Lippman went on to marry another woman. If Lincoln Park is too far for you, the Paramount School of the Arts in Aurora, Illinois, is, quote, proud to present Drag Queen Story Hour with Drag Queen Story Hour Chicago, featuring Alexis Hex and Coco Chanel on the very same Sunday, October 2nd. There are two sessions available, one for six to nine-year-olds and one for 10 to 12-year-olds. It turns out that when society subsidizes, affirms, and celebrates a phenomenon, including even depraved phenomenon, it spreads. So now, drag queens are as prevalent as locusts, frogs, and monkeypox boils in Egypt. Drag queens are swishing and sashaying about in libraries, zoos, park districts, main street parades, churches, bookstores, and theaters. Pray for our nation's emotionally and intellectually malleable little ones. If they manage to survive the womb, they may end up one day at their local library, zoo, or theater, where depraved adults will present perversion in glittery, attractive ways.